Sonnets from London, number four. You taller than I would have thought, a missing recovered puzzle piece of puzzled love, sub-basement friendship in the brink of time, pretending to be shielded by a shell of sternly humored alter ego blades, not knives of grass that gently touch the air and reach the mind, not minding what's in store. I mark my words and shepherd them to shore on clippers under bridges to declare the accents spent, the syntax and parades protruding through the stillness of the spell that London casts against its tidy grime reflected in your clever push and shove and to the music of the teapots hissing. Number five, the man-to-man connected by a bond requited and ignited in the mind without impediments from Liverpool to London on reconnaissance's will, a stalwart steady soul and full of gazing, a psalmist's name, an amiability like Jonathan's it could be truly said. To London you arrived and soon you fled to Copenhagen, then to Calgary, to illustrate that two by two appraising this life can be progressively uphill to overlooks that teach the golden rule. Sequential strategies of love aren't blind, expecting expectations great beyond. Number six. I hold your London hand in mine and kiss your London lips. The Thames could overflow and wash our bed down to the flagrant sea, down to the stormy sea, but quietly, but quietly, my love, breathe carefully. And we will sleep, perchance to dream of sleep. But first I kiss your London lips again. You are the girl I'm dreaming of within my dream of dreaming as I climb the steep, the spiral stair to seek you prayerfully, uncomprehend the end to make your plea for morning and the sun poetically arisen from what's going on below when I can hold your London hand in bliss.